Welcome to the HitchedMag.com podcast. Hi, Karen. Welcome back. Hi, Steve. And so everybody out there, this week, uh, Dr. Karen Sherman wrote an article on when your spouse says one thing and does another. So we're going to get right into it. And first off, you give several reasons in your article as to why someone says one thing and then does another. Uh, is this a straight, I'm sorry, is the straight lie the worst the other can do? Um, or do some of the other reasons why people say things and do another, do those carry the same weight? Well, I think that what really has to be uh, looked at is the person's intention. And so I think that um, the one that is the biggest rub is the lying, because generally, and again, in the article I say not a pathological liar, but generally when somebody is lying, they know that they're lying. Um, so that's the one that really becomes very irritating. Um, but as I mentioned, many times people are lying because they don't want to upset the other person. They're trying to really please them because their mate has somehow put certain uh, pressures on them that they're trying to respond to. So it's really a much larger problem that needs to be discussed between the couple. Now, one of the other things that I mentioned, um, when somebody's a people pleaser and they don't get around to things, though the intention is obviously a nice one that they're trying to make everybody happy, when you're living with a people pleaser and therefore they never follow through on what they say they're going to do, mm -hmm. that can really be very frustrating. So again, it's not quite as annoying because the intention is good, but it will be frustrating to live with somebody like that. Okay. Now, for those who, another reason you say is just some people are just forgetful. Now, for yes. those people, uh, would you recommend just jumping in and trying to organize their life for them so that they don't forget as often? Well, I would never recommend jumping in on anything. Okay. Um, because I think that that sends a message to people. And I work in the world of messages, so to speak. And by that, what I mean is that it's... What do you convey to your partner, whether it is the actual words that you're using or whether it is what is, what is implied by what you're saying or what you're not saying or your actions, uh, your body language, your facial expressions? So if you jump in and organize for them, the message that they could take from that is really, boy, I'm just not good enough. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be giving that kind of a message to somebody. So if somebody's not organized, you might want to just say, you know, would you like a little help with this? You know, it seems like you're very overloaded or it seems like this isn't something, a project that you're really interested in doing. That's a much more gentle approach that's much more respectful. Okay. Now, the another reason that you have in there why a spouse would say one thing and not follow through with it is procrastination. Mm -hmm. And this is something that we've actually addressed in other articles on the website. Uh, but I wanted to ask you, is there something you can do as a partner that kind of pushes them out of that procrastination mode? Um, for example, if there's a project that they said they were going to do, or maybe it's something even as simple as like doing the dishes, 
where they said they were going to do them and two days later they're still in the sink. Uh, would you recommend starting on it and hoping that they jump in and take over? Well, again, um, you know, procrastination is a funny kind of thing because many times as a psychologist I'm going to tell you that procrastination is really indicative of another problem where the person just doesn't really feel that the way they do something is good enough. They're generally a, uh, a person who's self-critical and is concerned that what they're going to put out isn't um, really good enough. Now, you know, you're mentioning getting the dishes done, and you could say, well, you know, what's the big deal about getting the dishes done? But if that person feels that they're uh, married to somebody who's always critical and that no matter what way they do something, there's going to be some kind of judgment, then even that could end up being something they, that they procrastinate on. So, again, um, you don't want to jump down somebody's throat or um, force them into something. You might want to gently discuss, you know, I've noticed they can have a hard time getting to projects. Um, you know, is this something that, you know, is hard for you? Sometimes, though, it could be where you could start the project and say, hey, honey, you know, you want to join this, uh, you know, join me in doing this and, and get the person going that way. But my sense is, I said, as a psychologist, is that it really may be indicative of a larger problem. But again, you've got to look at the dynamics between the couple because I work with many couples, and this is going to be especially men, because men tend to be very sensitive to criticism. Uh, so... A wife who may think that all she's doing is making a suggestion, the message she's giving to the husband is that he's not doing anything right, and then he's going to be really hesitant to, to do things and, and not really step up to the plate and, and get them done. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, finally here, one of the things that you mentioned at the end of your article is acknowledging when somebody does do something right or follows through mm -hmm. with what they said they're going to follow through. Uh, do you recommend offering some sort of reward or just a simple acknowledgement is all that's needed and is warranted? I think that, you know, being appreciative goes a really long way. I think sometimes, you know, if there's been like a really, really big project, you might want to go out and buy, you know, something small for the person or you might want to do acts of kindness, give a massage or something like that. Um, sometimes you can save you know, you can self-reward um, and say something like, okay, when we're done with this project, I'm going to allow myself to watch a movie or something like that. But I wouldn't make it a habit that you're just going to do this simply so that you get the reward. But I think little rewards are okay because that's always a good incentive. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for your time, Karen. I really appreciate it. Sure, Steve. We'll and, talk next time. Yeah, and for everybody else out there, uh, you can get more information at drkarensherman.com or also at choicerelationships.com. And we'll see you guys next time. Hitched, entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.